Now it's time for Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul. Good morning, Chris. Why, hello, Paul, and good morning to you on this morning. I'm glad to see that you're here. I'm glad to see the texter is here as well. Um, I don't know why I say good morning all the time. People listen to this all over the world in different times. But well, uh, <laughs> you grew up in an era when entertainment was time bound, and now it's not, and that takes yes. some getting you, Paul. Well, I'm old, but I do want to share with you the song of the week. It is by a young man by the name of uh, Velvy Blocker, and it's called what? Fleeting Moments here on Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Oh, wow. Sing along if you like. Have you ever been in one of his shows? Uh, yeah. He's a pretty good performer. Um, I mean, kind of a dud personality-wise, but he knows his way around a guitar. Yeah. And what's what's the deal with the beard, bald, and glasses? It's, it's kind of a new thing, I think. I guess. The but dogs, the dogs here love it. Shot. I don't know if you can hear. Is that your dogs? Yes, they love this. No. Look at that little kiss of sunshine on his shoulder. It adds a lot to it. I can I can feel my heart rate going down. This is so soothing. I love the title of this fleeting moments. Yeah. Because if you watch this whole video, you realize how short life is, and you want this time back to do something productive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Two minutes and 31 seconds of moments of my life have that you really want back. Now, here's the thing about Velvy. Um, I, he's very good friends with the texter. And uh, he's a very talented musician. He's self taught, uh, he's a percussionist, he played piano, and he taught all his kids to do the same. Yeah, I've seen him do their family band thing. It's pretty impressive. Well, I don't know if you know this is a little known trivia fact. Uh, he is related to uh, Little Azur. What? Yeah, the rapper. Wait. Or a hip hop artist. I'm familiar with Lil Azur. Yes. But who's this Little Azur? I said Lil. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So it runs into the family. And also, he has a. He's related to Michael the Trombone Player. Michael the Trombone Player. Yes. And I think he's also related to Danny Slappa de Baseman Blocker. Yes. Man, that's beautiful. Thank you, Velvy. That was a great concert. That was Velvy Blocker with Fleeting Moments. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that sums up the past weeks for me. So welcome to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Welcome that theme to music was banging. Was Holy allowed. cow. I can't hear myself for some reason, which makes uh -oh. which will make it an enjoyable show. So welcome to Past Week with Chris and Paul. Hey, 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 hey. hi, Paul. And I'm Paul. This is the show <laughs> where we review the most important things for the past week and get you ready for next week. It's your one-stop podcast to keep you updated. It's a real week review. Just listen to us and you won't need any other information outlet. That's our guarantee. Oh, I'm not even on the camera, am I? 
No. Sorry about that, folks. It's Sunday morning. You're listening to us online at kctkradio.com. You can watch us on Facebook Live at the KCTK Radio page. Also, the past week, next week page. I don't know if you know this, Chris, but Facebook makes it where I can go on both pages now. Kind of cool update. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a great update. Yeah. So, But it's easier just to go to the KCTK Radio smartphone app. If you don't have it, go to your smartphone app store. Type in KCTK, other way, right there, and then oh, it, right over your shoulder. Mm-hmm, that's it, and then you'll get it, and it'll be free, and you'll, for once in your life, you'll enjoy your life and have something to look forward to. Uh, it's free. You can join the experiment by calling or texting us at nine one three seven three five zero zero six zero. We welcome your participation. We already have the texter online with us now. He'll be giving us some texts. Like for example, uh, the the texts we've already received is dear precious. Dear previous week, the future, do you agree that the word fuck makes most things better? Velvy does. Oh, we should have mentioned that during the song. Yeah. I think it does. Yeah. So, yeah. see, that's the type of questions you can ask us, and and you'll get that uh, witty uh, response that like witty, we just witty did. response, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to a rebroadcast of the show Sunday evening at 7 p.m. on Delmarva Talk Radio, we love you there. Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. at Good Talk Radio. Tell us your thoughts at 913-735-0060 or leave us on the Facebook page, the Past Week Next Week Facebook page. We welcome your participation whether you're live or not. Coming up, we have a weekly news quiz, pop culture update, incredible special feature, headlines and predictions, and much, much more. But first, we'd like to start the show by asking Chris, what's going on, Chris? Hey, just, uh, you know, another lovely Sunday. Um, lovely? This is where I'm sp- supposed to titillate you with facts from my past week. And it, it's a rough one. I got a couple of things um, yesterday. Just a shout out to a good friend of the program. Uh, let me borrow some tools and do something I don't do a lot of, which is the DIY stuff. Uh-huh. But I, uh, I put up crown molding around my cabinets what in the kitchen. Tool, what tools did you need? I mean, like, what tools did this guy have that you wouldn't so have? I needed, I needed a miter saw. I needed a, uh, I needed a nail gun. I needed a compressor. Those were the main things. You and did I the sawing in. yourself? What's that? You did all the sawing yourself? You cut I it did. and fit it? Yeah. Wow. And I, I was s- going to go buy, like, a cheap little miter box where you have a handsaw. Yeah. And uh, this this good friend and friend of the show said, "No, don't do that. You're you're going to be pissed off if you do." And uh, I guess I just learned that it really takes the right tools to do the job right. It makes it so much easier. You know, I'd love to see what it looks like. You did it in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I did. Yeah, you'll I'm, you'll have to come over and see it sometime. Well, we've done some improvement around in around our home, um, painting and uh, just a few little, like we got a new lampshade for a lamp. Right? Oh, okay. oh, that's fun. Okay, let's see if I can see it. Oh, yeah, there's a video that I sent. Uh, oh, that looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. See, I did that. Now, of course, we got to paint the cabinets. Good job. Oh, yeah. you're going to paint the cabinets too, huh? Uh-huh. Man, you're really doing it. We're just getting new, uh, taking off the wallpaper and painting our kitchen. And then we're yeah. going to do something with our um, our uh, countertop because we don't like the color of it. Mm. Um, we're going to do Granite USA is what I was told to do. 
Oh, Granite Town USA should be fun. But like we got uh, lampshades, pillows. I put on new knobs in the kitchen. You know, yeah, hardware. New so hardware. we're doing some of that right, stuff. Right. We're not going as, as extensive as you, but um, yeah. Wonder why it is that uh, you're not. You and I aren't alone. It's it's a time that people are kind of sprucing up their place. I think it's the pandemic. I think people are sitting in their houses going. Yeah, this has bugged me for years, but usually I get to leave every day for eight hours, and now I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and we did find like the uh, the paint kit that we did our backsplash with. We couldn't find it anywhere; it was out of stock. I had to go to Sutherland's in Raytown oh to God. get it. Oh my yeah. God! Wow. So, um, and like that was you, after going the room that you're in right now, you redid. No, no. This. Oh, this I thought is, it was. No, this is Taryn's bedroom, and although it's kind of a mess right now, you can't really see it because we've had to move everything out of the kitchen into here because mm-hmm. of everything we're doing. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's fast food time for us. And here's the other thing that happened this week. Um, I'm not sure how to feel about it. So my daughter got a kitten, and I asked her how it was going with the kitten. It's going great. Don't worry, everybody. Um, but she says the kitten seems to like her roommate Keegan better than it likes her. Mm -hmm. And it's a female kitten. And I said, you know, I'm not trying to be um, to overgeneralize or be a misogynist, but I have noticed that oftentimes female animals tend to gravitate toward male humans. That's just my experience. I'm not saying it's a hard and fast rule. And she said, oh, you're not being a misogynist, but you are being heteronormative. Mm. What did you? I have ne- do you know what heteronormative is? It sounds to me like uh, you're being normal, right? Yeah, at first I thought, oh, I'm being normal and I'm being hetero, those are two things I don't get accused of often, yeah. But then I had to look it up, and it means that um, I look at the world from a, a straight heterosexual point of view. Hmm. Now, that could very well be true. And probably is because that's how well, she, I've, I've okay. grown up. Okay, but here's the question: Was she saying it is it's a bad thing? I don't know. That's the problem. I don't know if she was saying it as a bad thing, and I don't know if, as I read it, if it applies to the situation. Yeah, I don't think it does. I don't but, think so either. But it, but I don't know. It's your, it's the texture says it's your lens, so fuck them. Which I think is true, though. Mm-hmm. You can only see yeah. through your lens, and you weren't trying to be insulting. Right. Or anything. Right. So, um, yeah. again, a good text became a great text by adding a certain word. Oh, I know which words you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. So that worked out there really you well. You know, and I don't know when you want to do this. The only other thing from my past week is we got uh, some props from a pretty famous Kansas City character. Yeah. Let's take a look uh, at that real quick. Yeah, so this is kind of exciting. Uh, the show's really gaining some traction. It sure is. People. It sure is, Chris. Let's take a let's take a look at it right now. Yeah, let's take a look and a listen. This is exciting. Can you see that now? Sure can. Okay. Hi there, how you doing? Coach here out at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, wow. We just came off a big win against the Buffalo Bills, and we are looking forward to the challenge of taking Great on... Game. Those of you just listening to... Uh, the, the audio and hearing the voice says he's coach Arrowhead Stadium. I'm not going to even explain who it is. 
Yeah. Because if on. you don't know, switch off the program. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's going to be a dynamic and exciting game. And hey, speaking of dynamic and exciting, let me tell you about one of my favorite podcasts. It's called Past Week, Next Week. Whoa. And it's hosted by a dynamic duo and Chris oh. and Paul. They do a fantastic job. It's not unlike what's <laughs> going to happen down in the Super Bowl between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. These oh. guys are fantastic. Wow. They're going to keep you engaged. They are a well-coached team. They are well-prepared. What they do is they tell you about all the important things that happened in the past week, right. and then they're going to tell you about some of the important things that are going to happen in the coming week. So just oh. listen. You won't need any other informational outlet, and that is their guarantee. <laughs> I love these guys. I want you to download, subscribe, and listen to them weekly. They do a fantastic job. So with that, guys, time's yours. Isn't that great? Hey, think, how you doing, Coach? Uh, hey, that that is amazing. We mm-hmm. got the coach to say a few words about us. And again, I don't want to give away, like you said, the name of the coach. It's but Coach Andy Reid, almost. Okay. All right. All right. I was just going to ask you the name of Phil's horse that he loved so much. Um, red? Big Red? Big Red? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So, <laughs> so that's exciting. So, yeah. so that's exciting. Getting some celebrity props. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, I'm excited about the Super Bowl this year, too. I, oh, I man, it took me a too. while to get going because I was taking it for granted. I think, yeah, and uh, I'm excited because I think we got folks, we got a big one going on. What? I mean, Tom Brady. Here's my sports talk. Are you ready for sports talk? Oh, do we have a sound bumper for that? Of course we do. Okay. Now I'm ready for your sports talk. Here's my thoughts, folks. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about football but i talk about other things in this podcast i know nothing about either so what difference does that make so i want everyone to wrap their head around this fact tom brady's the greatest football player of all time okay it's a fact yeah he's facing the greatest quarterback that is currently playing yeah I mean, this is epic. This is an epic challenge of of what's going on. Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten the first time Tom Brady was in a Super Bowl. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? And so all of you Chiefs fans that say, no, actually, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest and not Tom Brady, he's not yet. He's got to win this game. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think that's it, man. If Brady wins this, it's it's cemented almost impossible for Mahomes to ever yes. be considered at the same level. If Mahomes wins, it doesn't make him the greatest of all time. That's right. But it opens the door for him to continue walking that road. But all these hometowner Ham and Ager are sitting there, no, Patrick is the greatest. No, he isn't. That's why you need to make sure that we're prepared. Like I'm sure Coach almost Coach Reed has them yeah, prepared. Yeah. And we gotta win this game. It's gonna be a big game. You know what I'm hoping? Mm-hmm. We're going to have a show on Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yeah, we are. He might be busy with the team, but I would love to see if we could get Coach Reed to maybe be on our show, if he can just take a little bit of time away. He loves the show. And he he's probably doing media this. this whole week. So, Yeah. We'll see what we can do. We'll yeah. see. How joy- you know, so- Does Joy know that you use her coffee cup? Oh. The texter asks. You know what? Here, let me hold it this way. No, and she will be pissed. Does Joe know that you have his coffee cup? Yep. Mm. Mm. Cup of Joe. Mm. 
It's a good old cup of joy. I don't know. Uh, I think I guess I made that uh, crazy take because I'm I'm tired of my Chiefs fan whining that no Tom Brady's not the greatest. He is. He is. Yeah. So that's why we got to win this game. And I think the key is here's the key to the game. Young man yeah. by the name of uh, Matthew. He goes by the last name of Matthews, right? Matthew Tyron Tyron Matthew. Yeah. And you're saying what? Now, if he's if he's covering those receivers, then that's going to give time to, to get pressure to to uh, Brady. And then when Brady breaks down, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Mahomes can always come back. Score and more the points. The texter makes a, a good point here. Hot take. Um, he says the key is to score more points. Yes. I uh, guess. Two, I guess. My crazy. My crazy take is this has this. This game isn't going to be on the quarterbacks. It's going to be on the defense. There you go. Wow. That Thank is you. kind of it's a crazy take. Thank you. I'm Paul Lavota. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So what about your week, man? We've been talking all about mine. Uh, I've done nothing. Oh, God, that sounds fun. So that was fun. Move, move my daughter to beautiful countryside, Kansas. You guys yesterday. had a great day for moving, too. Oh, yeah. It was raining and... Um, um, very helpful uh, movers that came an hour and a half late with no response, <laughs> so to add the stress. But I do, I did want to bring up one thing. Sure. That we're recording, we're on the record, and you'll understand why I'm bringing this up because it's it, me, it means a lot to me. But this is I'm pulled right the, out of the headlines. You ready? Yeah. Governor Parsons budget funds Missouri Medicaid expansion. Without cuts to other needs. That's impossible. Estimated $1.9 billion cost includes $120 million from general revenue. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. That's, that's reported by uh, the Missouri Independent. The governor agrees with it. It's part of his budget. It's part of what the numbers say. Now, Chris. Yes, Paul. I sure wish someone would have told us this, I don't know, seven years ago and <laughs> mentioned it so people could have had health care seven years ago. Yeah. But no, it's going to break our budget and everything is going to be cut. You're a crazy, man. It gives me a little bit of satisfaction, though. I was just going to say, are you taking some satisfaction in that you were right? I was right. I yeah. was right. And do you know why I was right? Because I looked at the facts, something that the modern Republican Party doesn't want to do. Oh, wow. Okay, you're throwing down the gauntlet here. I mean, this new congressperson says that there was a Jewish lasers started the California fires. Right. Yes. And <laughs> this is not... They were. They had a thing on Saturday Night Live where they were making fun of her and saying all of her crazy uh, theories. Uh-huh. And I wanted them to put, we aren't making this up. This is not made up. This is what she really said. <laughs> and everyone knows the Jewish people can't come up with the technology like that. Wow. It's, it's, clearly, well, it's clearly the Mormons. I mean, come oh, on. Boy. Okay, now know. see, that was a joke. That was a joke, everybody, okay? Mm-hmm. The texter yes. says there's a felon on the loose in countryside. Yeah. Has been for years. He/she kills people, steals, and sells pe- people into slavery. 
sells people into slavery. I wonder if I could just sell my daughter into slavery, get that, get some cash. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, <laughs> I'm just joking, everybody. I'm just joking. Okay, so I did see. I want to ask you about your daughter because yeah. she put a tweet on the Twitter about the Robin Hood uh, GameStop thing. Oh, okay. Now was she involved in that? Was she one of the people that was doing that? Do you know anything yeah. about that? Is my question. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but yes, she got uh, wrapped up in that a little bit. But I don't know if she put any money in it or what the involvement was. Okay, I was hoping you could explain it to me. Well, um, it's a little complex, but basically, a lot of hedge fund folks had bought, had short sold the stock. So basically, when you do that you're borrowing a share of stock from somebody else mm -hmm. agreeing to pay it back later so you're borrowing at a current price and hoping that the stock goes down you're betting on it going down and then you give back a a stock that's worth less than the one that you got it for how much you got it for you keep the difference so, so okay let me ask you about that, that. do the these folks are hoping that the stock will go down these that's people what all the hedge funds so for. these people hoping for are they working towards that end are they helping destroy a company? No. Okay. Well, well, who knows? In theory, no. They're just bet. They're they're looking in their crystal ball. They're betting the stock's going to go down. So all of these people started buying GameStop to make it go up, mm -hmm. and so all of these multi-bajillionaire hedge fund guys got really, really pissed off that folks were playing games with their money, when in fact. That's what's been happening. Yeah, they're playing games by with the it. hedge fund people for right. years and years. Well, I guess maybe part of their calculation next time will be: Is Reddit going to do it this to you? Yeah. Yes. So, and I think it's ironic that the Robin Hood app is the one that people primarily use because, of course, Robin Hood was about the redistribution of wealth. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of. Funny. And but then they canceled it because they're owned by one of these guys. One of these. Yeah. Um, hedge fund people. There, there's a great clip I saw on social media of this this hedge fund guy, older guy, crying, just like this I is a fair to us rich people. And he said it was bullshit, and it's yeah. just people being mad at the rich. Yeah, well, go screw. Yeah, go screw. Go it's, that's sand. right. It's all the it's all the game. They should have figured it out. They're so smart, smarty pantsies. You know, so, the texture likes a nice chicken stock and uses it mm, to make roast. Mm, yeah, that is good. good. That is good. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Thank you for reading that. I like to I like to forget when he texts. I mean, I, I forget when he texts. I'm glad <laughs> that you brought it up. Uh, so that's what's been going on with us, folks. And uh, yeah. again, riveting. I mean, yeah. Oh, man. Just riveting the things that we get to go through in our lives that uh, you as a person who um, has a life and doesn't need a podcast to make them feel good, don't actually go through. No. So <laughs> Hopefully this podcast can make them feel better about themselves and their lot in life. Let's get to the other news. We do this oh, with the news the, quiz. With I'm going to be interested in this. I got my uh, screen time report, and I'm down 28% last week. That, congratulations. Thank you. So I don't know if I'm going to know what's happening in the world. I think I think you you're going to do fine. Uh you're going to do well and you're going to do good. So oh, wow. <laughs> Here we go. It is 
the Slate News Quiz. We don't know the answers, folks. We just ask yeah. the question. We try to come up with the answer. And then from there, we usually are right. We celebrate. Well, what's our big celebration? We usually go out and get caviar, uh, champagne. Lots of caviar, yeah. Lobster Thermidor, typically, and maybe a beef Wellington. Mm, sounds good with, with uh, chicken stock. Okay, question number one. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell ended a stalemate over a power-sharing deal with Democrats by dropping his demand that they will promise to preserve which privilege? Oh, yes. The filibuster. The filibuster. The filibuster parfait. That is okay. Uh, let's see what says McConnell back down after receiving assurances from Senator Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinnamon Cinema that they would not vote to end the filibuster. I don't know. I don't understand the filibuster in the U.S. Senate. I know in the state legislature, you would stand up and talk forever, and that would be a filibuster. Mm-hmm. Right. What they do in the Senate, from what I understand, and if anyone knows, um, they say they're going to do a filibuster. So then they put up, this guy may be doing a filibuster. Do do we want closure? And we take 60 to do closure. And if they don't have 60, then they don't bring up the topic the guy said he was going to filibuster on. Does that so make sense? There's no filibuster. They just stop the legislation. Yes. Wow. Well, that's kind of the easy way out. I think so, too. And also, uh, and my friend Al Franken, who I listened to his show, I'm sure he's listening now to mine, um, he explained that you need 60 to stop it. Mm-hmm. He would propose getting 40 to continue it because then the then the burden is on the guy doing the filibuster yeah yeah that's a hot take yeah so i thought that was interesting and maybe that's the way to go but i know if i was the uh, majority leader uh if you're doing if you're doing a filibuster you're up there talking pal that's it yeah. you got the yeah. bucket there ready to pee in the bucket i mean you're not leaving oh mr smith going to washington stories. Yeah, about famous filibusters in school, and that I, I remember a teacher saying one guy got up and just read the phone book for uh-huh. hours and hours and hours. And yeah, if you're going to filibuster, you got to have a little skin in the game. Yeah, I, and the, in the Missouri Senate, that's that's what we did. I stood up there, and I don't know if I initiated a filibuster, but I sure did help a filibuster because when someone's filibustering, you could stand up and they could talk to you, so it's a lot yeah. easier. Like, for example, we had nonsense talk. I don't know if people could understand me talking nonsense with someone. Yeah, where would they get an example of that? Yeah. So, uh, but you'd have to, you'd have to stay there till, you know, late in the, late in the morning, I guess. Late in the day, morning, overnight, uh, hours and hours. What would happen if you had to pee pee during your filibustering? Well, one technique would be like uh, I'd want to inquire. I want to inquire the senator from wherever, and I. Uh, so I'd say, "Hey, senator guy, what do you think of this?" And then they would talk. Oh, and then you could run. You'd to run. The, to the you'd run. Senator's room. That's right. And then yeah. you come back. Okay, so, that's fun. So I want them to do. I want to see Rand Paul up there. I want to see little Marco, overnight. Right. Yeah. I don't really want to see Rand Paul up there, but yeah, I sort of get it. He's a douche. Okay, question number two. Who has the highest salary of all federal government employees in the U.S.? Now, this is interesting. 
Yeah, I'm going to need the choices on this one. These even aren't even positions. It's names. Joe Biden, oh. Jay Clayton, Anthony Fauci, John Roberts. I don't know. I think it's Jay Clayton. And okay. here's why. Because I think they're trying to trick us. It's not the Chief Justice. It's not the President. It's not another guy there. Okay. It's going yeah, to go be this it. Jay Clayton. And we're not going to know who he is. Do you know who he is? No. No. I know Michael Clayton. He was played by George Clooney in a movie of the same name. Okay. Well, are you okay with going with that yeah, as an answer? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the texter was correct. It is Anthony Fauci. Wow. He makes $417,000 a year. Yeah. That's that's pretty good folding money right there. Yeah. Wow. And that's a 417,000 is about as many people died because of his lack of uh, stopping the virus. But anyway, <laughs> folks. Blame Fauci. <laughs> okay. Oh, that is rich. Okay. And so it's, all right, question three. We, I guess the advice there is listen to the texter. Listen to the texter. Janet Yelton was confirmed Monday as the first woman to lead which cabinet department? Uh, I'm going to need the choices. No, you're not, because I know the answer. Okay. She is, is the first female secretary of the Treasury. I was going to say Treasury. I knew it had something to do with money. Now, here's a little thing for you folks. She received about $400,000 in, in consulting fees last year from the same hedge fund that stopped the GameStop thing. Oh, so we got a little controversy right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. oh, now, no. they haven't asked the Treasury Department to get in the middle of it yet, but I would hope that... If they do, she says, I can't be in the middle of this. Yeah. She should recuse herself, as the kids like to say. That's awesome. Okay. Question four. Right. Patrick Leahy is slated to oversee the second Senate impeachment trial of Donald Trump. Who was in charge of the first impeachment trial? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Who was it? It wasn't. It wasn't Mitch, was it? It was no, uh, and it wasn't Ivanka. It was Chief Justice. Oh yeah, John, John Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. See, I knew that one too. Do you know what you know what position Patrick Leahy holds? Missionary. Yes, he also holds the uh, Senate Pro Tem. Right. Because he's the uh, he's the guy in the majority that has the longest tenure in the Senate. He's 80 years old, briefly hospitalized Tuesday, but says he's he's fit to run the trial starting February 8th. Fit as a fiddle and ready Re for impeaching. <laughs> Finally, question five. The teachers union in which city threatened to strike if the school district tries to force teachers back into school buildings? Wow. Chicago. Wow, Chris. Chicago. Is I knew one. I knew one. Okay. One. Now they say I've heard uh, that this is a big going to be a big issue with kids going back to school. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I don't think it's going to be. I don't think that 
the public is going to support school districts making school go back without any clear sign that people are safe. Mm -hmm. And I think Republicans are trying to, you know, say teachers unions are terrible for doing this and people, the public's going to be mad at them, but not if it's not safe. Once there's an indication and they still don't want to go back to work, that's a different thing. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you have kids go, go to college and right. now this semester, are they, they probably just went back recently, right? They did just a couple of weeks ago yeah. and their classes are about half and half with in-person and Zoom still. Well, <laughs> the texture says. I guess we got Kip Dynamite on the text <laughs> line here. <laughs> uh, the texture says the Senate Your pro temp. goes to college. <laughs> The Senate pro temp wants to bring back the silver wigs for all. I think that would be good. The wigs that they yeah. used to wear back in the old, older days. I don't know if they even warm in America, but you know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe so, they could be the hair pieces. <laughs> the tubes. Well, oh wait, that's headlines and predictions. Uh-oh. I mean, I got them at the ready if that's <laughs> what you want to do, but... Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Sorry about that, folks. Well. Hey, we did pretty good. We missed one, right? We missed one. And we, if we were to listen to... We, we listen to the texter, we'd be perfect. Here's the thing. We thought they were trying to um, fool us. Fool us? Yeah. No. You tried to fool me, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to say fool me. Say fool me. <laughs> the texture known I'm talking about there, right? Texture? Yeah. Okay, thanks. All right, let's take a break. We probably oh, need yeah. more coffee or something. We've been working I need hard. Some more Joy's coffee. All right, Don't. we'll be we'll be back with more past week next week with Chris and Paul. Your mom will be back. at the past seven days so you don't have to. You could join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. Do you know if your children are up to date with their immunizations? Hey, fellow Detroit parents, I'm Herman Moore, a former professional football player. I'm lucky to have two amazing sons, but I also know that being a parent requires a lot of work. And one of the most important things is helping to keep your children healthy. To help make sure they stay on top of their game, it was important to stay on top of their vaccinations. The CDC recommends a vaccination schedule that helps protect against 14 serious diseases before age two. There's a lot to consider when it comes to your child's health, but I know getting our children vaccinated with all doses at the scheduled times is one of the most important steps we can take to help protect them from serious illnesses. Visit VaccinateOurChildren.com to find information about CDC-recommended vaccinations. This message was brought to you by the Henry Ford Health System in partnership with Pfizer. Hi, Tom Gully from the Tom Gully Show here. Listen to the show every weekday at 5 p.m. right here on KCTK Radio, 
Personality-driven radio. A just-launched, nonpartisan web portal by Vote Sane Pack aims to empower the electorate in a unique way. Founder Rob Zimmer discusses what makes it different. We designed Vote Sane as a user-friendly, one-stop destination that contains news, data, and insights, as well as a chance to influence government by donating to candidates and causes directly from our site. Now not only can voters see what their elected officials are saying and how they're voting, but regular folks get the same access as heavy hitter insiders by donating to an incumbent or instead a challenger. VoteSane also provides social media content, on-site polling, and even voter registration. Our goal is simple, help more Americans participate in our democratic process, all with a few clicks of a mouse. Technology's impact on the 2008 elections led to the VoteSane concept, which has now become the only nonpartisan portal that accepts donations to candidates. For more information, visit votesane.com. Hey, folks, it's time to talk about our sponsor. And by the way, our sponsor helps us be on Good Talk Radio. We appreciate that. And the good news is it's a great product. It's Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. Eco-friendly, easy to handle. What we got? Jack? How are you? Yeah, we're doing the past week. Next week, we're going to talk about Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. Your thoughts? Those, those, are, my favorite, those are my favorite products. Great. Um, can I... FaceTime you later, or you want to join the show, or goodbye. goodbye. I love Rogers poopy bags. Okay, it's it's Rob's and Jack, who's all up in your face, knows a lot about poop. Anyway, it's just those bags. You know those bags that you use when you take your dog out and they use the bathroom, and you got to pick it up to be a good neighbor. But these are better because they're cost-effective, eco-friendly pet poopy bags, easy to manage, wide, extra wide. And I got a question last week. I was trying to play the question, but I couldn't. But we get questions about it. We get questions all the time. Here's one right now that I'm looking forward to answering for you. Yeah, I was listening to the show, and uh, the uh, announcer fellow is talking about a ranger, Rob's poopy bag. Mm-hmm. And the fellow, that was the fellow that's the announcer fellow, he me. said you could use them for horses. Uh-huh. Now, I've been listening to the show and the station for a while. Thank you. Never knew the poopy bags could be used for horses. Yeah. I've got a whole bunch of horses. Uh-huh. So next time you do the Ranger Rob commercial, tell me more about the Ranger Rob big shit bags for horses. Okay. I'm really into that. A bit of horses and big piles of shit to clean up. Yeah. So I'll listen up. This is TJ, by the way. This is TJ. TJ. From New Mexico. TJ. Call in on Delmarva Radio. Okay. So I appreciate it. And tell me more about the, the big horse shit. Play. You got it. You got it. He, I mean, it's it's for your pets, right? And if you have a pet that's a horse, these are easy to use, extra wide. You could put a lot of, as they say, you could put a lot of dung in there. And you can use it for horses. Now, obviously, you're going to need more for your horse than I'm going to need you know, I'm need for my friend Gilly because the size of the animal. I don't want to get into the, um, the science of it all, but... You're going to need more of these. But the good thing is they're cost-effective. You can go to www.rangerrobshop.com. I got this one for $8.95. You can get a couple of them. I would get like a, I don't know if they sell it by gross of these packages for your horse, but that's the way to go. That's the way to do it. 
I just need this one. Woo! Because Gilly's not that big. So anyway, check out Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. Buy them. Um, some more listeners have bought them and they really love them. www.rangerrobshop.com Welcome back to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. And we're just delighted to have the texter with us again. Oh, I got to turn on your mic there, Chris. Oh, oh, what a treat that is. Yeah. He says, hi, fellas. Um, hey. A lot of people, when I'm walking down the street, they stop me and they say, what do you do, just watch the news all the time? The hard news? Because, yeah, because you're so good with the news quiz and stuff, mm-hmm. and they think that that's all you focus on? Yeah. I go, no, I'm up to date with, <laughs> I'm up to date with, uh, you know, all pop culture. Yeah. But, I honestly don't know how you do it. I know, but we also realized, Chris and I were talking one time, that we're up to date with pop culture, but you aren't. Yeah. So that's why we're bringing this segment, Pop Culture News. That's right, Paul. And hey, um, little news here. Britney Spears dances to music featuring ex-Justin Timberlake. What? Britney Spears is jamming out to music by none other than her ex-Justin Timberlake. Spears posted to Instagram a video of herself dancing to Timberlake and Jay-Z's song, Holy Grail, and even tagged her ex in the post. The minute-long video features Spears dancing in her living room. Spears and Timberlake dated for three years before breaking up in 2002, 19 years ago, and this is a story that we're talking about. Yeah, can you get to the news of it? I mean, good grief. Do you follow Britney Spears on, like, Instagram or anything? I don't. Do you? You should do it. She's always dancing. She's in uh, just perfect physical shape, but she always looks like she just got done crying. Mm. Well, there's like weirdness. Yeah. Either real weirdness or people just talk about weirdness mm-hmm. around her and like who has uh, legal guardianship of her. And I don't know. I don't get it. You don't. But here's a sa- here's some sad news for you. Oh, good. <laughs> Cloris Leachman, award-winning sitcom star, dead at 94. Cloris Leachman, the acclaimed actress whose one-of-a-kind comic flair made her a legendary figure in film and television for seven decades, has died, according to a statement of her longtime manager and representatives. She was 94. Your, your thoughts on Cloris Leachman? Hey, good long life. Um, I, I enjoyed her when I was a little kid on the Mary Tyler Moore show and, of course, her show, Phyllis, and then... Um, wasn't she Nurse Ratchet in High Anxiety? Yeah, the Mel Brooks movie. She was in a lot of Mel Brooks. She was, she was also in Young Frankenstein. Was yeah, and very funny on all those. Um, did you ever see the show it was on just a few years ago called Raising Hope? No, I didn't. It's about this guy who had a baby with a gal who had to go to prison, so he had to raise it. He was like about twenty years old. Okay, and his parents. They lived with the parents, and they lived with the parents' grandmother, played by Cloris Leachman. Oh, I bet she was great in that. Well, it's funny because it's an okay show. It's like a sitcom, short-lived sitcom on Fox. If you watch it, 
you'll say oh, whatever. And then when Cloris Leachman's on the sh- show, you're laughing your balls off. Okay. Wow. She she just is was really a great actress and very funny. Yeah. Very funny. She was just uh, yeah. It's just sad, but, you know. It's sad, but uh, no COVID there. That was. Yeah. That's good to hear. So there you go. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> she, yes. She, the texture reminds me she was also in a movie with Jack Black. Jack was supposed to fall in love with the, her uh, granddaughter, but fell in love with her. Oh wow. Yeah. What movie was that? Uh, I don't know. My friend from Scranton told me about it, and I haven't seen the hmm. whole movie. Are well, you? We're here. We're at some interference. Is that you? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is you somehow. Because when you what talk, we hear more. I don't know. Shake your microphone a little bit. Hey, that's not your microphone. What? <laughs> okay, there you go. We'll just we'll just plow on, Chris. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let me get my story back up here. What? Where's my story? Hang on, Paul. Just entertain the nice people for one second. You sound like Bob Bacon. Bob Bacon. <laughs> Hang on. How did I lose? Well, that's how, oh, pop culture news. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Thanks, Paul. Pamela Anderson is married? What? Pamela Anderson <laughs> is a married woman. The former TV star and her boyfriend, Dan Hayhurst, tied the knot on Christmas Eve, her home on Vancouver Island. I was married on the party I bought from my grandparents 25 years ago. This is where my parents were married, and they're still together. I feel like I've come full circle. Paul. Wow. Bally? That's the funniest <laughs> thing we've ever done in the entire show. And it was Long Duck, oh, thanks, the man. Long Duck guy. Um, <laughs> Ellen, uh, Elliot Page and Emma Portner say they're divorcing. Oh. Elliot Page and Emma Portner are getting divorced. The couple announced the decision in a statement on Tuesday. Their split comes three years after it announced that they tied the knot in 2018. I did not know they were married. I didn't either. And I don't yeah. know who Emma Portner is, but I can tell you, there's one, two, three, four. There's like a theme here. Can you guess what I'm thinking of? Uh, stories about marriage or breakups? Uh, no. Oh. See if you can say what the theme that Paul thinks this is. Uh. They're not all transgendered, no. No. What? This is the mind of Paul. Can you hear it? Okay. I can't. Every single one of these stories yeah. dealt with someone who used to be really hot. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that could not be more Paul. I should have known that. Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Cloris Leachman. Did you see her in uh, the Sundance Kid movie, Butch Cassidy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was a very pretty lady. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pamela Anderson, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Elliot used to be, uh, uh, what was her? What was Elliot's name before she transitioned? Oh, um, anyway, Juno. I call her Juno. She's yeah, really cute. There you go. Okay, so there you go. Well, Just a little added, that's the, a little added feature for you. What's going on? I don't know if the Paul's trend brain. continues. We'll see. This, oh, yeah. maybe it does. I think it does. Okay. Dale Moss has opened up about his broken engagement with Claire Crawley. The couple made Bachelorette history this season after they fell in love and she withdrew from the show. 
He said his relationship with Crawley had its ups and downs, and he appeared to refute her earlier statement that she became aware of their breakup at the same time as the public. So Claire Crawley, the first time she was on The Bachelor, she was really pretty. I don't know who she is. You don't know who any I, of these people are? No, I don't keep up with The Bachelor like you do, though. Well, Claire went on and, 10 and years she later. Me. She was on as uh, in The Bachelor, and she wasn't chosen. Then 10 years later, she came on as The Bachelorette. Oh, and then okay. she found this guy, Dale, in the middle of the show. They said they were in love, and they stopped the production. Was he one of the contestants? Or he was just... one of the contestants, and she didn't want to go around and date the other guys because she knew this was her love. So they got engaged, and three weeks later, they uh, we hear this. They God, that was up. a beautiful story until it broke up. Yeah, I, it's so weird that... They... I believed in love for a second, and now I don't. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's that's hard. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, that's and finally, Christina Anstead is back to her main name on Instagram because of a divorce. That's the case for Christina Anstead, who changed her name amid her divorce from Aunt Anstead. She will now go on by her married name, Christina Hake. Hake, who has risen to fame on HGTV, married Anstead in 2018, and together they have one child. So, tell me, Chris. Does that does that continue the trend? You know what? I th I think it's uh, you're batting a thousand here on stories about people that you either do or at one point thought were very physically attractive. Okay, because I don't know who Christina Anstead is. Oh, I don't either. I the way you asked the question, I was assuming you did. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but it was on Entertainment News, and she changed her name on Instagram, so it was on CNN. I mean, it might be worth a Google. Do we have time to do that? I don't know. Let me ask my producer. Uh, yeah, you have time to do that and everything like that. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Christina. I mean, I can. I got a Google machine right here. Christina. And I'm sure I'm saying her name wrong, too. The texture says it's pronounced Applegate. Oh. But I'm not oh. sure about that. Okay, she's very pretty. Oh, she is? So, there you go, folks. Well, okay. Congratulations to everybody. Man, yeah, this is a big day for uh, <laughs> for past week, next week, for our listeners. Um, well, and most of all for you. And you know what? You've earned it, buddy. Thanks. Mm -hmm. mm. Just let me... Here, let me step out of... Extra so said this segment should be called hot or not. <laughs> that's good. So we do the pop culture news because a lot of people, you know, they like pop culture stuff. But all of the news stories come from social media. There's nobody reporting on it. Also, what's funny, and I, I like to do the Chris Whiting way of comedy and explain to you why something's funny. It <laughs> okay. always is a kid. Okay. What's funny is we don't know who any of these people are. We knew no. Cloris Leachman, and she's 94. She's the most recent person, people that we know. But we don't know who these other people are. Yeah. That's Brittany. what's funny. So, But we act like we're up to date with everything pop culture. Do you understand? Do you understand? Hey, I think if anybody didn't, they got it now. 
You explained it succinctly. You explained it with compassion. Okay, we're, people... okay we're back. We're back now. <laughs> 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 this segment should be called Hot or Not. And Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise, he's uh, got several movies coming out this year. As you guys are avid listeners to the week review, you know we sure. reviewed them. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 is coming out. And wow. also Top Gun 2. Top what Gun 2. What a franchise, both of those. A little, I, I don't know if I'm in. I will see the Mission Impossible. I like those movies. I don't know about the whole Top Gun thing. You'll see it. You know why? Why? Because you got nothing else to do at home, and it's going to be on either HBO to the max or Disney Plus or something like that. Did I ever tell you my Top Gun 1 story? No, I'm interested, though. As you so know, Top Gun as, was as a you, movie you know. that came out. Uh-huh. And when it was out, um, of course, Tom Cruise was a big name. And so was, uh, I think it was Kelly McGillis that yeah. was his interest in there. Mm-hmm. So one day when I was going to school at UMKC, I skipped my Western Civ class. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out in the quadrangle, you know, streaking through with the rest of the folks. Sure. And here comes my professor from my Western Civ class. And he's like, Chris, I didn't see you in class today. I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. I mean, I was just really busy and I wasn't feeling good and I thought maybe I was sick and I'm just going through this litany of excuses. And he's like, calm down, calm down. I want to show you something. And he pulls out an old envelope from like the photo mat or the Fox photo. Okay. And he's got a bunch of pictures of Kelly McGillis who had come in town and spent the weekend at his house through some series of events. And so he showed me all these like selfies, but on actual photo paper, because that was the time of him and Kelly McGillis. So there you go. I'm amazed by this. So you, you actually skipped his class to watch Tom, watch the movie. No, that would have made the story even better. I just skipped it for the heck of it. Will you tell him that next time? When you tell, when you tell this, when you tell this story next time you, Oh, I should add that. You skip to watch this either uh, Top Gun or witness would be good too. Yeah. Oh, Witness is another good one. Yeah. I like that one. So, here's the other thing I have a question about. When I went to UMKC, yes, as a freshman in college, the classes were like 200 people. Right. This guy knew you? That's another thing that amazed me because it was one of those classes in the big lecture halls. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember his name. Um, he looked a little like Jim Croce, if that helps. Dr. Croce, yeah. It wasn't, though. That was, yeah. Um and Gordon Lightfoot, maybe it was Dr. Gordon Lightfoot. <laughs> he was really good, though. He was one of my favorite <laughs> professors, even though I cannot remember. Your mom went to college. <laughs> his name, but um, that's he would interesting. Teach us through the art of song, and he would run up and down the aisles, having us sing songs about the bourgeois. And are whatnot. you sure it wasn't Jim Croce himself who faked his own death and went? To live a better life at UMKC. You know what? Now that you bring up the faking the death angle, it could very well have been Jim Croce. Mm-hmm. He had a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, again, again, we don't know who this HGTV person is, but we know Jim Croce is because we're old. Do you understand? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess I, I had another question about that. Oh, yeah. Okay, just one thing real quick. Sure. We have a longtime listener, good friend named Dave Tice. He went to oh, he went to yeah. freshman uh, college with us. Right. He says he doesn't remember playing spades. Didn't you guys do that all the time? Yeah. 
We would play spades in the student union. While you're supposed to be at class. Yeah. Okay, will you have a talk with him about that? I will, yeah. Okay, I appreciate it. I wonder it. how he lost that memory. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh, this is a special feature. Chris and Paul present This Is The Topic. It's the adventures of two lifelong friends as they explore a new topic each episode. Join the guides for music and fun. But if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. I'm your announcer, Michael Foster. Now, here's Chris and Paul with This Is The Topic. Thanks, Foster. Number 18? I don't know. Uh, 29, maybe? Yeah, 29. Welcome yeah, to... Hi, Chris. Hey, Paul. How are you? Good. Welcome to This Is The Topic. Um, kind of similar to the Tracy Ullman show. Um, this was the big show, and then the spinoff happened. Yeah. But this is where we do a little thing where we use this purple bag. This lo- I'm holding something very lovely right now, Randy Miller. You are, yeah, look at that. And inside is some topics that we will discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, the answers will be informative, entertaining, and, if you're lucky, educational. Wow. It's a lot of pressure. Oh my god, I just whistled with my ass. Did you hear that? Yes. Now, usually... Chris pulls the bag. I usually do, yeah. But he's not in in the KCTK studio right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, nope. thanks, COVID. Yeah. So the topic today is number 66, celebrities. Oh, well, this is apropos. This is our whole pops, pop segment. Yeah. You know, our pop culture type thing. And again... We're not going to know any celebrities from now. It's all going to be from the 70s, probably the 50s. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here's the question. What celebrities do you like slash dislike? Hmm. Okay. Um, you know what's interesting about this question? Mm-hmm. I think I my feeling about what celebrities I like and dislike have changed due to Twitter and social media. There used to be some celebrities that I really liked, and then I found out my political views were so different. I I hate that it changed my view. Like who? Like who's that? uh, Dennis Quaid is one. Oh, okay. And again, not a real recent uh, celebrity, but a little bit. James Woods is another. Mm -hmm. Um, Mike Rowe is another. Oh, really? Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. So, I like not him. that I dislike everything about them, but it just it changed my opinion. And then there are some that I was fine with that I really like now, mm-hmm. like John Favreau, mm-hmm. um, Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's interesting. I don't know if there's any celebrities that I'm just like really all into or all behind. I don't mm-hmm. know, like. Is there anybody for you that you're like, yeah? Got three? three? Yes. Okay. Who are they? Taylor Swift. Oh. My daughter asked me this question. Do you think Taylor Swift is hot? Mm-hmm. I can't really answer it because I don't think she is hot, but I think she's very attractive and a very interesting human being. Uh-huh. Okay. That, that I would love to talk to. 
Two. Two. Young man by the name of Paul McCartney. Mm, okay. Who I do think is hot. But sure. he talking about interesting, that, that would be great. And I just love his music. Three? Three. Steve Martin. Oh, so good I, did, one. I watched the master class of Steve Martin, and he's so. If you don't like Steve Martin, if you like Steve Martin and you watch this master class, you're going to love him. He's just a very sincere, a genuine artist, self deprecating, though, and just very interesting man. Very underrated. I think all three of those people are so smart and intelligent. Mm-hmm. I'd feel like an idiot talking to him. I, I do feel like I did it most of the time, but those are the three I would want to want to meet. Interesting. You had this answer like locked and loaded. It was in the chamber. It took you no time to I know had, which three. Well, yeah, because the, that's the feeling I have for all three of them. Yeah. So if you were to do a show akin to comedians in cars getting coffee, you would want those three to be on your show yes. and you guys go hang out and yeah. do whatever. Yeah, and I okay. it, part of the I would tell Steve Martin, you know, I tried stand up one time, and he would, you know, what he'd say to me, he'd ask me the questions, he'd ask me what the jokes were, he'd give me suggestions, and then he'd say, "Wow, that, but that was good," and then he'd be like, "No, it wasn't." But he's a nice, <laughs> you can tell he's a nice guy. Now the texter is telling some really fascinating people: Kim Kardashian, Tom mm-hmm. Cruise, Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver, uh, Betty White, Paul, She'd be great. Paul Rudd. Bono. Yeah. Now, of all those people that he mentioned, I would want to meet Betty White and Paul Rudd. Would you want to meet them together? Sure. I think that would be fun. Sure. Yeah. I do have a Paul Rudd story. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. So I yeah, went, I went to a restaurant, Jasper's, and it's a it's a great restaurant here in Kansas City, and I went in and uh, I knew the maitre d' guy. And uh, this is back when I was doing politics. He goes, oh, Senator, have a seat. Senator, sit down with your family. Oh, and he was, you want some appetizers? And then Jasper came out and said hi. And I'm like, I guess I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, look at you. Then we looked over and a family came in. And right in my eyesight was a young man by the name of Paul Rudd and his family. Oh, wow. And everybody was around talking to Paul Rudd. Was ever anybody paying attention to you because you were a state senator, though? No. Oh, I wow. Was, I was the most popular Paul in the whole place at one point. <laughs> and then it all changed. Mm-hmm. And a uh, little, I don't know, This I don't know if this is LinkedIn worthy or I can put this on LinkedIn, but my daughter went to the ladies room and was in a stall next to Paul Rudd's daughter. Oh, Wow. That's kind of cool. So, take that. That 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 should probably end up on CNN. Paul Rudd runs into restaurant. If you had been peeing next to him at the urinal, would you have talked to him, or would you have just stared straight ahead? Or I would have talked to him. Yeah, yeah. So. It's odd though, because some guys don't like being talked to when they pee like what if he's got a bashful bladder and then he's just there all night because you talk to him right then you'd feel bad so the next question on this is how much do you follow news about celebrities we're on top of it we're completely on top of it this is every week i read stories about people who uh, i have no idea who they are yeah 
Well, yeah, I'd say I know a little bit about <laughs> celebrity news. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Okay, next question for you, Chris. Would you ever want to be famous? I don't know if I'd want to be famous. Um, I would I would love to be able to do the stuff full-time that famous people get to do, like write and act and do shows. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I heard a radio show just this last week, and Joe Montana was a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he loved when he moved from San Francisco to Kansas City because in San Francisco, he was like a prisoner in his own home because he couldn't go out without people swarming him and wanting to be around him. And when he came to Kansas City, people were just cool. I would have a hard time if I couldn't go out and and yeah. not be swarmed by the adoring masses, you right. know? Yeah. Now, uh, for, now, for me, I, I would, I would I'd appreciate a few more people listening to this program. Well, but, hey, but as far now. as being famous, it seems that a lot of famous people, what I have seen, are learned, work hard, and are top of their industry. Right. I don't know. The working hard doesn't seem it doesn't yeah. seem, it doesn't fit my brand. Right. You it's know? definitely off brand for you. Yeah. yeah. Which celebrity has done the most good for society? Do you think it's Chance the Ra- Rapper or Ooh. Megan the Stallion? That's what the texture thing. You know, I would have to say it's between Duh Baby and Lil Baby. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, which celebrity has done the most? Man, that's hard. I mean, you know, the texture put Bono in in his list, and Bono's definitely done a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, is Jesus a celebrity? Yeah, I would think so. What about? Uh, Gosh, yeah, that's you know who, you know who I actually admire is uh, Sean Penn. Yeah, he starts started this thing to, in uh, response to the hurricane in uh, New Orleans, but now it is is blossomed into where they're helping with uh, testing for the pandemic and everything, and he oh. runs it. He actually runs the thing. Oh wow! Okay, so that. He didn't just put his name in and throw money at it. So I thought that yeah. was kind of admirable. Uh, Texter has Oprah on the list here. Oprah has done a lot. Yeah, Oprah's done good stuff. Of course, yeah. Dolly Parton helped fund the vaccine. Oh, Dolly. Yeah. And like save somebody's life during the pandemic. Yeah. Well. So I'm going to say her. Dolly's good. Yeah. He gets I, that. This, he gets our cigar. That why Penn does. Okay. That makes a lot of sense to me. I don't get yeah, it. I mean, I free can't refute cigars. it. Yeah. It's free cigs. Uh, I, I think the texter also oh. told us a story one time he met Bob Hope or something. I'm sure I'm missing who he met. Who He met someone famous. It may have been Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, maybe it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same person. So I think the celebrity's done the most good for society is Paul McCartney with all the songs he wrote. Which, oh. ce- which celebrity's done the most harm to society? Mm. I well, certainly have one. One comes to mind. I mean, it may be recency bias. Did he used to have a TV show on NBC, a reality he, show? He did. He yeah. did. He had a reality show. And then he had a reality show um, that was a bit too real for four years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's clearly the answer on that one. Yeah. Sorry, I, folks. Who else are you going to have? Mario yeah. Batali? Yeah. Yeah, and then you could say... Kim Kardashian, but I don't know. 
She's been yeah. around long enough. We're, we were going to become vapid social media people anyway. Right. Or she maybe just, we already are. She just yeah. pushed us there anyway. And the last question for you, Chris, what makes you like or dislike a celebrity? Hmm. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, texter says boobs. Yeah. Um, he's not he's not um, wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Um like I I like I guess I like people that are at the top of their game more so than more so than what's going on in their personal life. Mm-hmm. Um for I was watching an old movie last night. It came out in 2000 called The Gift and Giovanni Ribisi was in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, god, that guy is such a good actor in everything he's in. And so I like him because he's good as an actor. Yeah. Uh Philip Seymour Hoffman is another one that comes to mind. They're just so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I like Daniel Day Lewis. Huh? Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Holy watch Gangs of New York and don't come away just liking him mm-hmm. just for how good he is at what he does. So I have yeah. so, I have similar people who are artists and uh still down the earth and at the top of their game. What I don't like is and this is this is from my point of view, people could say sure. I don't know the Kim Kardashian, Donald Trump, um, these vapid. There's a lot of hip hop guys that want to show you their cars and the hose they have. Oh yeah, give me some more hose. Give, give, give me not more hose, but more uh, <clears throat> learned dedication to your craft. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I know it sounds stupid for me. Running a podcast is stupid. I can't even do well, but that's kind of why I admire. Oh, stop. It. Yeah. 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 So there you go, folks. Anything no, else about, anything a, else about celebrities? Tonight. I think that's enough of a peek behind the curtain today. I don't want people to know too much about me. Um, since we're on the cusp of celebrity, I'd hate to give away too much and have it come back and bite us. You know, mm-hmm. we are. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Thanks. What do I know? This is the topic has been a KCTK production produced by Chris Whiting and Paul Lavoda. All rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at kctkradio at gmail.com. I'm your announcer, Michael Foster. Thanks, Foster, and thanks to everybody who just listened to a podcast within a podcast. Yeah, that's very meta. It's pretty exciting. But we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more of the past week next week with Chris and Paul. Hooray! on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913-735-0060. We dare you.
Guys, want to get your wife or girlfriend a gift that will change her life? Ladies, how would you like to have great eyebrows, luscious lips, an eyeliner that stays put, and makeup that doesn't go anywhere? How would you like to go all day looking like your makeup was just applied? If you said yes to any of those things, then the answer is permanent makeup. This simple and easy procedure is quick, painless, and the results are outstanding. No more reapplying and no more smudging of your makeup. And in our area, Natural Image Salon in Lee Summit is the only place to perform your permanent cosmetic procedure. The professionals at Natural Image Salon and Lee Summit are your answer to waking up every morning with perfect makeup and the great feeling of knowing whether you're swimming, working out, or just waking up, you will always look beautiful. Call Natural Image Permanent Cosmetic Salon at 816-525-9971. 816-525-9971 for a free consultation. Gift certificates are also available. Tell them you heard this ad and get $25 off any procedure. Natural Image, your investment in a beautiful you. This is Drew from KCTK Radio's Week Review with Paul and Drew. Listen to the show every weekday at 3.30 p.m. and live show Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Do you see that doggy in the shelter? Hi, I'm Buddy, the adorable puppy you adopted from the Humane Society. Meow. I'm Whiskers, a fluffy kitty, just waiting for someone to love me. When you adopt a pet, we hope your new furry friend will become a cherished member of your family. And as Buddy and Whiskers will tell you, the key to success is following the rules to love by. Wolf, that's right. Please give me food, water, and exercise every day. To stay healthy, I need the same kind of things you need. Talk to me. I like hearing your voice. You're my best friend. Please don't stay mad at me or lock me up as punishment. Remember, I'm probably going to live 10 to 15 years, so take care of me when I get old. One day you'll need someone to take care of you, too. A message from the Montgomery County Humane Society. Visit www.mchumane.org for the complete rules to love by. be your best friend for life. This is Hartzell from the KC Morning Show. Listen every weekday, 9 a.m., right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. Everything's running smoothly. Hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Past Week, Next Week. It's Chris and Paul. Welcome. I'm excited to inform you that our very favorite, Amy Linville, is watching the show. Hey, Amy! She had some Woo! interesting comments. She had season tickets when Joe Montana was in town. I mm. did, too, and it was a lot of fun back then. And it just boggles my mind how close we were back then to go to the Super Bowl, and now Kansas City Chiefs are going two years in a row. I know. I can't get my but mind man, around it. you got to appreciate it. This is the golden age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we always grew up well when they went to Super Bowl one and Super Bowl four. That was great, but this this is another level, man. It's crazy. Um, yeah. She also mentioned that Amanda Gore- Gorman is going to recite another poem at the Super Bowl at the pregame. That's going to be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we all were just flabbergasted, wowed by her at the inauguration. 
She Man, just yeah, a she, superstar. she was incredible. Talk about a star, a celebrity we admire, right? For sure. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Yeah, I wonder if it'll be a sports-related poem or what kind of poem it will be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, also on our uh, uh, comments on Facebook, um, Amy is talking to Tim O'Dell, who's also listening to us. Thanks, Tim. Hey, my cousin Tim. Tim's a great guy. Hi, Tim. So... They went to college together, evidently, hmm. and uh, at Central Missouri. That's where I went too. So, so that's hey. nice. Go mules. So uh, we got you up to date on the past week. We were gonna get. We got you up to date on everything as celebrities. We went everything. deep into it this time. Yeah, but there's also a next week, folks. We can't neglect that. And if there wasn't a next week, that would be that wouldn't be good. So let's be yeah. thankful for that. Be thankful. There's a next week coming up. We're going to give you the headlines and predictions, but don't be so thankful for the punchlines because they're rough this week. No, let's keep our uh, expectations low. Hmm? So here we are with headlines and predictions. Chris, Thanks, Paul. take it away. Johnson & Johnson said its single-shot COVID-19 vaccine candidate in a global trial was found to be overall 66% effective at pre- preventing moderate to severe COVID-19 but 85% effective at preventing severe disease. The overall 66% efficacy rate fell short of that of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, which are both at about 95% effective after two doses. However, Johnson & Johnson's is the only vaccine that will not cause tears if it gets in your eyes. Very good, very good. Thank you, Chris. Democrats are citing new unemployment figures as, as evidence that Congress needs to meet the Biden administration's call to act big on a new coronavirus relief package. The Labor Department responded that 847,000 people filed new claims for unemployment benefits last week. That is down from the 914,000 the week before, but still historically high. President Biden has proposed 1.9 trillion COVID-19 rescue plan. Republicans have proposed waiting to aid the public. Republican spokesman and assistant greenskeeper Carl Spackler said... Uh, I don't think the heavy stuff is going to come down for a while now. <laughs> Chris? Was, was that a Caddyshack? Hey! Yes, Someone okay. So he was in okay. a rainstorm. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, hey, thanks, Paul. Uh, top congressional Democrats harshly criticized Republicans for assigning Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene to the House Education Committee, despite reports that she called deadly school shootings false flag operations. She also has backed the QAnon conspiracy theory. Some Democrats have called for censuring or expelling Greene from Congress. She also has claimed that Jewish-controlled space lasers started California wildfires and posted support for executing Nancy Pelosi. Republicans, however, are handling this with kick gloves because, as one lawmaker said, look, it's not like she took a silly, inappropriate photo a la Al Franken. Plus, she's a Christian, so we good. Paul? That one just makes me sad. It's not even a joke. I, yes. That one just makes me sad. At first, I was going to go Chris, with... that personally makes me sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, what I was going to do was go with the false flag operation and somehow do a fanny flag operation. I guess if I would have done that. my point is 
that's <laughs> Democrats will resign for no reason just because uh-huh. they put the public good above their selves, but the Republicans won't. It doesn't matter what they do. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Paul? General Motors announced it would will phase out gas and diesel-powered cars and trucks by 2035 and sell only zero-emission vehicles, a huge shift in one of the world's largest producers of gas-guzzling trucks and SUVs. Auto industry analysts say betting on electricity is smart, and GM's share rose more than 3.5% on the news. The automaker strategy rests on mass production of a new uh, battery and government incentives for consumers and building charging stations throughout the U.S. If the batteries can't handle the new vehicles, GM is developing very long extension cords for each car. Chris? (laughs) Thanks, Paul. Uh, Cicely Tyson, the award-winning actress whose long career was filled with memorable portrayals of strong and vibrant black women, died Thursday. Mm. She won two Emmys for her starring performance in the hit 1974 CBS TV movie, The Autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. In 2016, President Barack Obama awarded her the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which seemed impressive at the time. But then Devin Nunes got one. So now it's about as prestigious as getting the herp. Paul? And finally, finally, dear God, the chief justice of the federal court in Washington scorched Capitol riot suspects, calling their actions an assault on American democracy and ruling that a man who had bragged about putting his feet on the desk of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office should stay in jail as he awaits trial. Upon hearing this, Senator Josh Hawley appeared on all the media to complain that all the media was being mean to him and he wants his way right now. And again, it's just sad and true. That's just headlines and predictions, folks. Oh man, man, man! It, see, because the electric cars will have a long cord, not- right? How else are you going to get the powers? So, yeah, yes. <laughs> Let's go to the texter. The texter says one thing I like to do when I listen to the show is have as a podcast is to change the speed to one point two five speed. Hmm. Is there oh. a way to do this while listening live? It would speed things up. <laughs> The, the way to speed it up is actually just turn it off. They have yeah. no shame. He says a picture as well. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I hope there's not a virus in this picture. I'm downloading it now. I don't know why I can't see it. Oh. Let's see what we got here. This is going to be exciting for all of you listening or watching. Yeah. For those of you just listening. Sorry. Can you get it up? No, and also I can't. Okay, here we go. And hey, there. <laughs> well, there's TJ. Yeah, there's TJ. Handsome, handsome lad. Look at that yes. hair. My gosh, he's, he's got his uh, father's hair and his mother's good looks. But he's got like the curly going on. He, he's like Gonzo from Trapper John. That that's God damn it, Chris. <laughs> what? Trapper John is a show that was on fifty years ago that Chris 
wants to bring out what's ironic about his comment is Trapper John had a lot of hair and mash, but then he was completely bald <laughs> on Trapper John the show. Yeah, but Gonzo had a beautiful curly head of hair, and he lived in a uh, RV that was parked in the hospital parking lot. I think again. <laughs> Chris is familiar with TV shows of the early seventies, but he doesn't. He doesn't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, TJ's a good guy. He's he's a soccer player. He, I think he plays for Crichton. Does he play for Crichton? Baker? Oh, that's Baker. He's a Baker uh, oh, bulldog. I don't know. I was a Baker guy too. I don't remember what he was. Um. TJ's sister goes to Crichton, right? <laughs> Bulldog, bullfrogs. Okay. So, Chris, what do, you, <laughs> what do you got going on next week? Oh, let's see. Um, you know, got a big work week coming up. Uh, taking a little time off. So, I'll be taking off Friday and Monday um, because we're still finishing up work on the kitchen. So, I want to work on that. And then Monday, it's going to be the day after the Super Bowl. And so, I'm either going to be happy and probably not want to work or be sad and probably not going to want to work um are you going to be really are you going to be super sad if they lose i am well i'm going to be disappointed but like i said we're in a historic time with the chiefs so mm-hmm. going to try to enjoy it all but oh yeah here's I'll be the down. thing for me this is the first game since montana's been in town that i actually think they're going to win So that's a dangerous, dangerous thing, you know? Hey, but you said the same thing about the Buffalo Bills, and you were right. Yeah. So I hope. I feel more confident about this game than the Bills. More confident? Wow. Because I I would feel more confident if we hadn't lost Eric Fisher in the championship game. I I think Tampa Bay is a one trick pony, and they've had. Uh, Andy Reid and almost Andy Reid, both of them have had two weeks to focus on what he's going to do, and it's going to be a problem for them. They're both good when they get an extra week, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Andy Reid's really good, and almost Andy is almost good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And and almost Andy says the same thing. Yeah, well, almost. So yeah, that will be interesting. We'll we'll do a uh, Super Bowl Sunday program if that's okay, Chris. Sure, would love to. Yeah. Um, have you already thought about what what type of uh, snacks and things you're going to have? Yeah, we actually did talk about that, and uh, my my wife Jane Whiting mm-hmm. is. Uh, an excellent cook. And so she's like, you know, what do you want me to make? And I'm like, you know what? I want you to enjoy the whole day. So we're going to, we're going to order a barbecue feast from Jack stack and a Jack stack. And, um, but she is going to make my mom's recipe, homemade Mac and cheese as a side. And I am so looking forward to that. We're going to get some wings, some ribs, some burn ins. Um, some appropriately cooked ends, just everything you can think of. So what about you guys? Uh, We're going to go across the street to a neighbor's house. Oh, uh uh-huh. It was where we watched it last week or last year. And uh, don't worry, they're in our COVID bubble. 
Oh, good. Okay. I am making a carrot cake. So that's going to be delicious. Sounds good. I don't know what the other food is. I think my wife is going to make Big Mac sliders. Mm. Oh, that sounds good, too. And since the texts are asked, I think Jim Howerson may be there, too, as well. So that's good. He also says, what about LCs? And I I don't want to let that comment go. Um, My opinion when it comes to barbecue is that there's different barbecue joints in Kansas City that do different things really well. You're right about that. For my money, LCs probably has the best burn-ins. Then why Uh, don't you go there instead of Jack Stack? That's his point. uh, That's a good question. I think overall, big spread. I like Jack Stack's big spread. Uh-huh. Uh, you love the but big if spread. I, if I want burn-ins, LC's my favorite. Okay, what about this idea he has, the texture? What's um, that? Well, he sold out. I like that. Oh, wow, that hurts. Start, start in the pregame at uh, 10 o'clock. Having Ooh, ourselves like some drinks while we're doing the show. Okay. Okay. So that may be an interesting thing to do. Let's do that. Yeah. Are you worried, though, if we drink any alcohol in the air, we may become silly and incoherent? (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, A, people would be able to notice the difference. Uh, And B, it's not going to make things worse. It can maybe only make things better. Okay. All right. We we, we can do that out. But, Um, yes, uh, Texter says we will need to pace. Totally agree with that because I don't want to be asleep by the time the game starts. Good point. Good point. So that's the show, everybody. Uh, And... uh, We got a, a, a big week coming up and uh, hope you enjoy. Yeah, we got a big one. You know that. Yeah. So go ahead. Um, take us out, Chris. Sure. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone, to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Since you love the program, please rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast distributor. We'd love to hear from you. And you can contact us at 913-735-0060 or at pastweeknextweek at gmail.com and join the Past Week Next Week Facebook page. Hey, also, make sure you listen to all the great programs on KCTK Radio, Delmarva Talk Radio, and Good Talk Radio. Plus, support our sponsor by picking up some Ranger Rob pet poopy bags. On behalf of Paul, I'm Chris saying goodbye. And on behalf of Chris, also goodbye. But I want to introduce you to this song called I Need You. Just a fun, uplifting song uh, by John Bastie. How would you pronounce that, Chris? Uh, who is it? John Batiste. Batiste, yeah. Have you ever heard of him before? I have heard of him, yeah. Is this another person I should know? I don't know if you, I mean I don't know much about him, but uh, I like his sweater, man. That's like a 1950s Ward Cleaver lounging at home kind of sweater, you know? Look at that. Have you heard the song before? Let me see. I don't think I have. You can it already sounds tell like something I like. You can already tell it's uplifting, isn't it? Yeah, and you know we could all use some of that. Oh yeah, I'm all in on this. That little boy's got a deep voice. In this world with a lot of problems, all we need is a little love. Thank you, thank you. Oh, you make me know how to dance, man. You know how to dance? I wish I knew how to. I like dancing. Uh-huh. Is you your wife a dancer? Yeah, we took some uh, ballroom lessons for a while. It was actually fun. We've been talking about going back, but then there's a pandemic. Oh, 
Did I ever tell you about that? It's the Walters Dance Studio. You didn't give me the details. Yeah, you go and um, you go and do a lesson, and then they open it up for like open dancing and play music. You can bring in a cooler if you want, you know, a little something to drink, and it's a ball. What's well, ballroom? What type of music? Uh, ballroom stuff. Fun. Actually, when the pandemic's over, I know you don't care much for dancing, so you say, but you and Nancy should go with us do a lesson and dance. It's fun. Okay. So, what? And Texter you say, and uh, Texter and Ma- Madam Texter. So, when you say ballroom, what what's an artist? Like Benny Goodman or something? or They do some of that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends on the, like, you know, what you're learning. But we learned some, uh, just like waltz, some tango, some foxtrot stuff. So it's all that kind of stuff. It was fun. One time we went, and then this old couple that like went there every Saturday night came up and asked if they could dance with Jane and I. So the lady took me, and the dude took Jane. And, and uh, I was terrible. You haven't her. seen her. You haven't seen her since, right? <laughs> no, no. All right. Thanks, folks. And that John this has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda. If you want more information about this content, then you have some real weirdness going on. You can always check out KCTK Radio on Facebook. Listen to live programs at kctkradio.com. Yes, and that is on the World Wide Web. Thank you.